there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. On today's show, a daring story about working together and making sacrifices for one another. But the funny thing is that the hero of our story today has no brain. Yes, no brain. You see, the one making the sacrifices is an amoeba, a teeny tiny organism of just one cell. So how could such a creature cooperate and make sacrifices? To find out, we went to a lab in Manhattan to meet a biology professor. My name is Derek Brazil. I am a professor at Hunter College. To show us what these creatures look like, Derek went to a drawer and pulled out a little plastic dish and put it on the microscope. Yeah, so this plate is uh, pretty full of cells. Oh, yeah, they're like just little blobs. Mm -hmm. That's Meryl Horn, a producer on our show, looking down the microscope. So in the microscope, we can see lots of individual clear round cells with little speckles on them floating in a liquid. We're looking at a slime mould. It's an amoeba. If you didn't know what you were looking at, it kind of looks like little drops of dirty water. And where does it normally live in the wild? Um, It lives in temperate soil. So if they were in the wild, let's say I'm one of those like individual amoebas, like what am I doing? What am I thinking? Uh, you're mostly thinking, where can I get my next food? So they eat bacteria and uh, fungi that live in the soil. So c- can you point out where the brain is? <laughs> there is no brain. <laughs> yeah, no brain, just a little cell. But the thing, the behaviour that we've come here to see, kicks in when these little cells get hungry. So what the cells do is they actually are able to talk to each other. So they send out um, this chemical. And what that does is it tells the other cells that I'm here, I'm starving, come towards me. So they pick up this signal. I'm starving, I'm starving, I'm starving. And they come together and form this entirely new and weird shape. Derek pulls out a Petri dish to show it to us. Whoa. These amoebas now look like a big ball on top of a stalk. I think of them, they look to me like lollipops. Yeah, you know, you can't even tell that, like, it's made up of all these little cells. It just looks like one mm-hmm. big lollipop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why are they doing this? Why are they forming this lollipop? Well, what scientists think is happening here is that they're grouping together like this so that the ones in the ball are more likely to get, say, blown about by the wind, blown to a place where their babies might find food. I kind of think of it like a dandelion, where the seeds are in the puff on the top, and then when the wind comes along, it blows the seeds away. And if, for example, the seeds weren't in a puff and they were, like, stuck at the bottom, the wind wouldn't blow them very far. While this is all great news for the amoeba on the top of the lollipop, they'll get a feast in their new home. But then what about the ones in the stock? So they are the ones that die. That's right. The amoebas that turn into the stalk, they die. 
Now, some amoebas cheat the system to make it more likely that they'll end up on top. What the cheaters do is that they convince the cells around them that she becomes stocks. We don't, what do they like whisper in their ear like <laughs> stocks are doing great work out there? Basically, yeah. So they, they whisper in their ear to become a stock. The, those whispers being little chemical signals that they send around saying, be a stock, be a stock. But the thing is, a lot of them don't cheat. And that's probably because if there are too many cheaters, it could spell disaster. If they all cheat, so if they all are trying to get into the spore, then you have a spore mass that isn't lifted up off the ground and no one gets anywhere. So you always have to have at least some of the cells that are going to follow the rules. Otherwise, if everyone cheats, no one wins. How would you feel if you were in the stock? I wouldn't feel anything. I'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) I would feel that I had done a good job in making sure that my brothers and sisters are going to go and lead a nice, healthy, long life. That's very kind, but they're also kind of suckers, right? <laughs> they, they have sacrificed themselves for the greater good. So the amoebas, these no-brained little cells, they die for their sisters. And the fact that amoebas can do this, sacrifice themselves, so that other amoebas can get food and live, it tells Derek one thing. And it's not that amoebas have empathy or are really thinking hard about this decision. Rather, it's fighting for survival. But it's not that one amoeba's survival. It's the survival of their colony. They're helping pass on their genetic material even though they aren't reproducing. These uh, cells that form the stalk are genetically similar to the ones that form the spore. So by sacrificing themselves, they're allowing for their genetic material through their sisters and brothers to go on. You know, it's not empathy, it's evolution. These episodes that you're hearing on Shots of Science Versus are little segments from our podcast, Science Versus. So if you want more details on a topic, more drama, more stories, head to Science Versus. That's Science VS. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.